Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on four-legged creatures, mice, rats, squirrels, raccoons, good stuff. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. Heidi Hansen. Hey, good morning, Garth. It is a nice, bright, sunshiny day out there. Very snowy, gorgeous, bright day. Oh, it's bright. You go out there and your sunglasses need sunglasses. Mm -hmm. On a day like this, you know, the mice... We're going to talk about mice first. Do they run and hide? They do run and hide. Quite often they run and hide inside your home. (laughs) That's unfortunate. And we have some stories that are going to be very uh, illustrative. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I have a bazillion mouse stories, and we can learn from all Mm -hmm. of them. I have too many myself. We might have to spend at least a couple of segments just on your mouse stories and mine. Yeah, I don't want to tell too much. I'll tell enough to help out the Maybe you can just mention that it, it didn't actually happen to you. <laughs> that would be you a lie. Say, I have a friend who. <laughs> I could say that, but it wouldn't be the truth, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the naturalists who are saying, hey, you know, they're in my walls, they're in my attic, they're not bothering me, I'm okay with that. I'm benefiting nature by allowing mice and other critters to be in my home. You know, there will be the listeners that might feel this way. My stink. That's all I have to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) My stink. They do stink. They also can cause lung issues. And we have some stories that will illustrate that. We're high school friends. We go back. That was two years ago, right? No, that was, yeah. Maybe maybe only one and a half, right? Yeah, about a year and a half. <laughs> We're flattering ourselves for sure, but that's okay, right? So we've got a mutual friend from high school who has actually mice and raccoons cost her at least a half a million dollars. That is insane. And actually the real number, if it was totaled up, would be probably close to seven figures. But we'll go with a half million dollars. I think that illustrates. Wow. So you can have lung issues, and that's one of the reasons why her costs got that high. In addition, they can completely mess up the attic and the wall insulation. So you can imagine, let's say that you've got a blown-in fiberglass insulation in your attic. Right. right? And now let's imagine, oh, let's say 100 mice that are going in and they're making tunnels in, through, and around. And what are those? Uh, that's, that's, I mean, if you were a mouse, that would be quite the fantasy. You know, go up into this thick insulation and have all these tunnels. It's like a perfect insulated play yard, you know, run around and Kind of reminds me, warm. speaking of high school, reminds me of high school English class where they described what was it? Not an adjective, but uh, not a preposition. I totally forget. Here Prepositional I phrase? Yeah, I've written books. <gasps> hey, that stuff was challenging for me, too. It really was. <laughs> I understand it better from the sound point. Yeah, you've got these hundred mice that are completely going through this insulation and turning it into Swiss cheese. So what does that have to do with the English? I'm, I'm trying to... You put this together for me, Garth. Okay, yes, thank you. So back in the English class, and it's not a preposition, and the word evades me, but basically the idea was that if a... It's anything can, that a worm can do to an apple. And it's not a noun, it's oh, not a verb, it's... Uh, anything a worm can do to an well, apple. Yeah, we better keep moving. It's but, not a verb? Chomp, chomp? <laughs> <laughs> Are that you would sure? not be it. It's not a verb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the English 
lesson for today. <laughs> we just, we're the master of all trades here. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> we're talking about a prepositional phrase here. A preposition. Anything a worm can do to an apple, anything a mouse can do to attic insulation, in, around, through, about. Yes, connected with that verb, of course, we do need the verb. They would chomp it, they would poo-poo on it, they would... Is poo-poo a verb? Yes. Okay. I think so. It could be a noun or a verb. It's one of those, you know. She knows a whole lot noun more about... Noun or verb. She listened, apparently, a lot better in high school. No, than... honestly, the grammar throws me, even though I get how to write it. When I have to diagram it out, it's like, oh, oh that doesn't feel that comfortable. <laughs> diagram fills me with fear and terror as well. <laughs> That's right. So going back to the insulation, let's say you've got a well-insulated attic and it's an R60. That mm. would be... About 18 inches of blown-in fiberglass batting. Nice. So I believe we have a mansion that is built that way at yeah, this point. Yeah, nice insulation in the roof. If you have mice that are turning that into Swiss cheese, they're going to be dropping that effective insulative value at least by half. Oh, that is depressing. Yeah, That's so another reason to get rid of mice. That is another reason. In addition, you know, we've got the sounds up there. I remember... And one of the homes I lived in, I'd be down on the computer in the in the basement family room, and you know it'd be eleven o'clock at night. I'd be, I want to say working, but I probably wasn't working. Thought the house was haunted, huh? Yeah, and I'd hear these little scratches, <laughs> and I knew what it was. They were living underneath the dishwasher, mm. and when they thought everybody had gone to bed, they started scratching. That is when they come out. Yeah. So you've got the sounds you got to deal with. I actually, as I was growing up, the house that I was in, they were climbing up the exterior brick to get in at the eaves. That is so interesting. They're better climbers than you think. They are. That home was built in 1960. I thought they were in my wall. Again, I was in the basement down then, and I had a paneling wall. And I thought they were between the foundation and the paneling. Mm. But they were actually all the way outside the property, and they were climbing up to get there in the eaves. Wow. And so I did all kinds of crazy, stupid stuff that made my parents think that I was absolutely psycho. <laughs> and Drilling all of it holes was in the paneling, trying yeah. to bait them with <laughs> yep. treats. Yep. <laughs> Once I figured it out, I started being the mad scientist, and they were quite sure that I was. So you've got the sound issues. In addition, you can have mice that can cause electrical problems. Oh, for sure. Chewing on the wires. Yes. And uh, one of my favorites, and again, this is a personal experience, I had plumbing that burst in what would appear to be a random manner right. behind sheetrock and uninhabited basement at the time. Hmm. Nobody was down there. Nobody was home. It just burst. That's was, one of those makes you go, uh-oh type things. Yeah, yeah. And that was behind sheetrock. So, you know, you know that nobody could have done anything there. There was no moving parts anywhere near the area. A mouse decided to work on that piece of plumbing, and it burst. And he know. was actually able to penetrate it. He actually That's crazy. Did. Crazy. Yeah. Well, and we haven't even mentioned the hantavirus yet. Let's you go to hantavirus. Yeah, you mentioned respiratory issues, but the hantavirus is a whole yes. new category. And that's actually the biggie. Hantavirus can kill you. Yes, and it can cause a disease that's just horrible. That is the reason why our mutual friend, let's just call her Becky, should we? Okay, Becky. Because that's good. her name for me. might be Becky. I might know her name, but we won't mention it. Yeah. <laughs> she had a candle factory, and we've mentioned this story in some of the other segments we've done, but there it was about raccoons, etc., and, and addicts. You might know this story well enough by now that you can tell it. I could possibly tell it. Go for it, Heidi. 
Okay, you correct me if I'm wrong, though. So she had this candle factory, and everybody in the office kept needing to make visits to the hospital because they were having problems. And they thought that they had a mouse problem. You went and checked out the roof. Or no, they thought they had a mold problem. Excuse me, mold problem. And I think you went and checked it out, and when you got up on the roof, you saw these spots of moisture, possibly even some droppings right and it wasn't water or snow residue it was actually raccoon urine yeah there was ponding up there because it was a flat roof and it wasn't raccoon urine it was mud piles oh okay i'm forgetting which type of excrement it was (laughs) (laughs) forgive me okay but i do remember that they were bringing their lunch in at lunch and they were kind of leaving their takeout remainders around right possibly the raccoons were coming in and, and taking so, advantage yeah, of the that raccoons were getting in there and the mice were getting in there so you can imagine these workers they'd bring some cheetos in they'd eat some cheetos they'd leave the cheetos there in the office and then the mice would come in and eat a few cheetos they would poop in the Cheetos bag. And oh, then the really? No, I in. didn't know that. Yeah, I mean... That's uh, something we haven't talked about before. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually taught a real estate class where I was teaching about subjects like this. And what I found is that just about every other class, and usually these classes were 15 to 20 realtors, mm. and just about every other class, there would be somebody who either almost died themselves or knew somebody in their close relatives who almost died or who did die as a result of hentavirus. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's brutal. It One is. of them says that he was out on the lake and he drank a Pepsi that had mouse urine with hantavirus on the top side of the Pepsi. Oh, my goodness. And now I'm going to ruin people for Pepsi and for drinks, you know, and make sure you make wipe sure that you, off. Yeah, rinse the top of your drinks off. Don't let them sit in the boat for six months and then snatch them up. Yeah, this was a very personal story to him because it happened to him. And he almost died. It had him out of service for, if I remember right, it was months. Was it you that told me this story? Because I think it might have been you or my brother going to visit an old friend. But he was on his front room floor, laying there, just wiped out, couldn't even move. And somebody came in, was talking to him, what is the matter with you? He said, I got the hantavirus. He's like, I can't function. And he was like that for months, literally for six months. Could hardly even function. His whole life was shut down. Moral of that story is if you think that it's okay to have mice in your house, and I'm going to say that 99% of us are not okay with that, but we need to just cover that base and make sure that it's clear that it is not okay to have critters in your house, mice, whatever, because the feces and the urine are very much not healthy, and they will cost you, and they will put your family in the hospital. Well, I think the hard thing is is that it's that this is one of the topics people most want to know about, but they don't want to ask, because who wants to admit... I think I've got mice. I mean, you you don't want to confide in your boyfriend that maybe you're going to marry next week that you've got mice because you don't want to turn him off. I can completely assure you that I have never confided in my boyfriend, Heidi. (laughs) Well, I'm talking to the females out there. Yes, you are. And actually, so am I. But I've still never confided in my boyfriend. (laughs) That's good. That's good. And I appreciate that about you, frankly. (laughs) So in the next segment, we are going to cover feces, what they look like, so you can identify, for example, whether you might have mice or rats or squirrels or bats or raccoons or whatever it may be. We're going to cover Mm -hmm. that. We're going to go for inspection points, and then we're going to 
talk about how to deal with all of the above. Good idea. And I guess we can't do all that in one 60-minute segment. We'd get turned off. I in in how, how long do we have? A couple minutes left here? Uh, how are I think we doing? we're about done. <laughs> all right. Um, next, next segment it is, then. Next segment. You're hanging on. Like so, a- master of your mansion, let's just skip that, because let's just say that your mansion is in Bermuda and it's mouseless. Wherever my mansion is, it's mouseless right now. You, Heidi, and the listener. And I'm going to set out those traps so that it stays mouseless. Yeah, we're going to talk about traps, too. Traps. Okay, let's do it. More information, HomeMedicUSA.com, and keep listening to these segments. We're going to turn you into master of your mansion. And finally, and as always, be yourself. (laughs) Everybody else is taken. Hi, this is Julie McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Are you looking for a way to repel those insects while you're doing your dirty jobs with the home medic? You might need our recipe for our insect repellent. Our natural insect repellent. Reach out to us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.